0: The Gemara says, says that Yosef says how special the day of Shavuot is. He says, If not for this day and what it caused, there would be many Yosefs in the marketplace. Meaning to say that I am different than everyone else in the marketplace because I learned Torah and I became elevated. So there are a number of questions on this statement. Number one, why did he say this day? Why doesn't he say if not for the Torah that I learned, especially since the even the others learned Torah before Matan Torah? So why focus on the day of Matan Torah and not on the Torah? Number two, why does it say the Kogardim that it caused? Why couldn't I just say not for this day? Another question is why mention the name Yosef? Why could say there's many people in the marketplace? Why does he mention the name Yosef? And number four, why does he mention Beshuka in the marketplace? Why does he say there's many other people that didn't learn Torah? Why does he have to mention the fact that they are in the marketplace? So the explanation is as follows The difference between the Torah and Mitzvah, so before Matan Torah and after Matan Torah, is that at Matan Torah, and when the Shem gave the Torah, the Yidin became a Mitzvah of they became commanded to do the Mitzvah. What is the greatness of the Mitzvah of the, of the commandment? That because of the commandment, it is possible to make a change in the physical world there was a before Mount and when there was no commandment. It could affect the person, the person who does the mitzvah. But the object with which the mitzvah was done remained unchanged. And when the Eivishter gave the commandment, it is with the power of this commandment that gave the person the ability to transform the physical object and turn it into a holy object, a mitzvah object. This actually explains why Avraham Avinu when he wanted Eliezer to make a shvua, he said, uh, 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 "Place your hand under my hip," referring to the mila. Why did he have to use the mila as a, as a, a, a holy object for the bris, for the for the for the for the promise? The explanation is because since everything that Avram did came from his own, not because of the commandment of Hashem, so therefore, therefore, uh, none of these objects actually retained any holiness. They remained mundane as they were beforehand. The only difference was the mitzvah of Milah, which was commanded by Hashem. This gave Avram the power to, that, that, to transform his Mila into something holy. And therefore, that was the only object that remained to, to, to be used for the shavuah. So now we can explain what Av. is saying. If not for Matan Torah, then kamo Yosef, Yosef here referring to the increase that we give to the world through Teirah Mitzvahs. We would be able to add to the world by doing Teirah Mitzvahs. But bishuka the world would remain a marketplace. The world would remain unchanged. There would be teiru, there would be Mitzvahs. But the world would remain unchanged, would remain a marketplace. And it's because of it's because of the day of Shavuos, that... Uh, it became possible that the world should be transformed into a place of holiness, and the objects in the world should be transformed into holy objects. This also explains why Rashi uses the word "venisrei mamti." I learned Torah, and I was became elevated. Where does Rashi get that from? So. He, But now we can understand what Rashi means by that. Because the change, the transformation that happens is not just in the world. It's also in the person that's learning. That when a person learns Torah after Matan Torah, because he was commanded to do so, the power of the commandment gives him the ability that he should become transformed. Which is what Rashi says, I became elevated, I became changed because I learned Torah after Matan Torah. And now we're going to explain the words Dukagorim. It says that this day caused it. Because the truth is that there's really two separate elements. One that we've been talking about till now, which is the transformation that happens when a Yid does a mitzvah. But on the day of Matanteira, it created the concept of holy objects and unholy objects. It created the possibility that a person should be able to take an object and make it holy. It doesn't actually become holy until Matan until he does the mitzvah. But the possibility that it could become holy that happened on Chavus. And that's why it says the, that's why he says the Kagarim. it means to say the day of Matan Torah caused the ability for this transformation which ultimately happens when the mitzvah gets done. Based on this concept that there that that when the Torah gives a commandment it creates a possibility this will explain to us a teaching in the Mechilta. The Mechilta says that I would think that the mitzvah of Yisih Mitzrayim, begins on Rishchidosh. So Pesach tells me, it says, it has to be on, on Arab Pesach. I, I would think you could start from the afternoon of Arab Pesach it says the word which is referring to the Pesach, that I could only fulfill the mitzvah of telling the story of Yitzh Mitzrayim when the Matzah and the Marr and the Pesach are on the table. So the, so the Mafarshim explained, since the commandment for Pesach, Matzo Marr came on Rishchidosh, I would think that that's when I could start telling the story of Yitzh Mitzrayim. But we, we don't understand. Since Pesach Matzumar are part of the story and they don't become applicable until Erev Pesach, so how can I start telling the story earlier on? But now that we just explained that through the commandment of Hashem, it brings the idea, the concept of it into the world. So when Moshe Rabbeinu brought the mitzvah on the of Pesach Matzumar, Pesach Matzumar were brought into the world, and that because of that, I think. That I could start this, the mitzvah of telling the story of itsis mitzrayim even before they actually exist in the world because they potentially exist in the world through the commandment of Hashem, and when the pasuk tells me about yehamu, I think that maybe once he has the mit, the actual mitzvah on Ara Pesach of bringing Pesach, that's enough that uh, to be, to connect to the matsu and start telling the story of itsis mitzrayim. And therefore, the bichilta has to tell me that no, bavurze has to actually be on the table, and even the uh, and even the carbon Pesach, you have to be able to eat it. Which is on the night of Pesach, only then could you have the mitzvah of telling the story of the Tishmetz But we see from here the, uh, the idea that the commandment creates something in this world, that the commandment of Hashem actually makes a change in the physical world. Going back to the Kargarim, that the day of Matan Torah created the possibility of changing something in the world, in two aspects. Number one, it, it, it made that the physical objects of the world could be a vehicle to holiness. Number two, the goof of the yid became holy. They then, they completed their conversion, and a converted person is like a newborn child. They were reborn as a new person with a holy body, and therefore... The Yid has the Koyach, the power, using the vehicle of the physical objects that became possible in Tayrah and using the holiness of, he, of who he became or he or she became. They have the ability to make a transformation in the world and a trans- transformation in themselves through learning Tayrah. The question remains why Davyasif? Why is Yasef the one who uncovers this? So the explanation is as follows one may ask a question. It's true that Matanteirah created the possibility to make a transformation. But do you need to be a commanded person in order to make this transformation? For example, a a, a summa, a blind person, according to Rabbi Yehuda, is part of all the mitzvahs. So if a blind person does a mitzvah, can they create transformation in the world? Because the the, the power was given to Matanteirah. Or can they not make a transformation because they don't have the commandment for themselves? Now, Nevi himself was a blind person. And Nevi did not know whether he was or was not obligated to mitzvahs. He didn't know if the halachas, like the Rabbanon, who say he's obligated, or like the Yudah, they say he's not obligated. So now we understand why Nevi was so excited about Shavuos. Because of Yasef understood that once the Avistar brought the concept of maten, uh, uh, of, 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 transformation into the world. And once uh, once the goof of the Yid became holy, that even though he was a blind person, he st- and he's and he's not commanded to do a mitzvah, nevertheless, he still has the power of transformation. And this is why Revit was so excited with the, with, with the day of Shavuos, the day that gave him a person who was not commanded to do a mitzvah, the ability to create transformation in himself and in the world. Now, if you're going to ask, number one, how can he compare himself to somebody who is not transformed, who somebody who is commanded, Look, even seemingly, if a person is commanded, they still have a much greater connection to the transformation because they have the power of the commandment. Also, earlier we asked about the of Why? Why him? Now we said because he was blind. But weren't there any, any other blind people before him that would have uncovered this greatness of Shavuos? There must be something unique about Rav of and the answer is, Rav Yosef was a Sinai. A Sinai means that he was totally uh, 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 familiar, knowledgeable of the entire Torah, from, from A to Z, as it, as it was given from Sinai. And the sages said that they need such a type of person, they needed a person like Rav to bring his knowledge to the rest of the generation. So therefore Rav understood that even though he himself was not commanded, But nevertheless, because he was able to teach others how to do, and they were commanded, he was able to give them the directives and the rulings of what they're supposed to do, and they who were commanded were able to follow his instructions, that is how he was able to to, to create the transformation in the world and in himself. This is ultimately why Rav Yisuf is the one to uncover the greatness of Shavuos, because on the one hand he was blind, so he did not have the commandment to fulfill any mitzvahs. Possibly, according to Rabbi Yehuda. On the other hand, he was able to impact his generation through his knowledge, and because of Shavuos, when the Avister gave the the created the possibility to create transformation in the in the world, and gave each year the Guf Kodesh, holy body, to be able to, to accomplish that change, Rabbi Yesen was able to appreciate that more than anyone else. The same concepts exist exist in Chassidus that before Matan Torah, everything the others accomplished, the forefathers accomplished, was only in the higher worlds. And after Matin and we're able to bring down that into into the lower worlds in three levels. Number one, the fact that there's a potential to to, to transform an object into a a mitzvah. Number two, once you designate the object for a mitzvah. And number three, when you actually do the mitzvah, three levels of transformation, which Hasidus explains at length, which is totally consistent because it's really all one Teirah with what was discussed. Here in the Sikha about the accomplishment of Shavuot, is lava de Kagorim.